Hey there, and welcome back to Midnight Ramblings, except this time, it, it is Sunday, it is Sunday, so, uh, kudos to me on that one, except it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, I went out with my family, went to get some, some family pictures done on uh, Notre Dame campus, and at some point, me and my dad were walking, and I brought up, now, I, I'm, I'm not very political, I don't like politics, and, and if you don't like politics, I am going to get political in this. I'm not going to to state, you know, I, I will talk about who I think is the the prime choice for president in the given um, U- United States election, uh, which is Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Um, but I'm going to reason it. So if politics isn't your thing, you just skip out on this episode. Um, but here's here's my bit. Now, we were talking and, and I've been I, I watch YouTube a lot and. Politics is running rampant. Uh, elections are coming up, and the new president of the United States can be decided. And so presidents are putting out ads. Now you've got Joe Biden's ads, which are, are kind of serious. And you've got Donald Trump's ads, which, look, look, his ads are ridiculous. I saw a comment on one of them, and it, it, I folded. It, uh, it said, it said, I kind of expected an Ali A intro with that thumbnail. It was, it was, this guy supports Donald Trump for this reason. And it was a picture of the guy with like the emoji with the hands on the face, with the exploding head, like three football emojis. It was just big, big letters. It was ridiculous. It was clickbait to the extreme. Like I genuinely, that's the type of stuff you see on like crappy Minecraft YouTubers or the, the, the Fortnite YouTubers like Ali A or those are like 10,000 free V-Bucks. It was really ridiculous. And it's really sad that that's what his, his campaign team is producing. I doubt he's got his hands on it. And if he did, they would probably be a lot worse on the direct design. I mean, um, but genuinely like that is really sad. Like, as funny as it is, it's really sad, and if you were to bring up any previous successful president, you know, if you if you showed the current presidential election to, to Mr. Abraham Lincoln, I guarantee he would be disappointed that he did what he did for this country, even George Washington, and this is what it's become. A screaming match, a fighting match, an insult match, and it's really sad. Now, I, I will outright say I don't like either presidential candidate. However, I can look at politics from an objective point of view rather than an emotional point of view. And truth be told, Donald Trump is a terrible person. And I don't care if you like Trump. You cannot like me. He is a horrible person. Biden is, I wouldn't say Biden is nearly as bad. However, Biden is old. And that's the problem. Biden has definitely made some mistakes. But here's the big thing with politics. Now, whenever I look and whenever I have debates with people, they always bring up, well, Trump isn't racist. Biden's racist. Biden's corrupt. Now, politics is corrupt. You cannot present to me a single instance of a large-scale political, like, iteration, an iteration of politics, where there's not an ounce of corruption. It is ingrained in the concept that is politics. If you can run a political system without corruption, kudos to you. You've done what nobody else has ever done. Now, here's the only solution to corruption. You'd have to put everybody under a hive-minded belief where everybody runs by the same ideals, the same beliefs. They always listen to this hive mother, this brood mother, whatever else. But at that point, you wouldn't need politics because it would just be a hive mother says, okay, don't kill each other, and you listen because you're hive-minded, and that's how hive-mind works. Otherwise, we are free-thinking human beings. We are free-thinking people, individuals with individualized thoughts. My thought on politics is different than other people's. And that's what makes human human. And that's what makes politics politics. 
the thing with politics is nobody is perfect. Nobody will be without corruption. You can say that a candidate is uncorrupted, but you put anybody in power. You put the best people in the world, the kindest, most gentle souls in the world in a seat of political power and say, say the United States Supreme Court, eventually corruption will seep into them. It's inevitable. You cannot, you can't sit in a political position of power for any extended amount of time and not sink into any level of corruption. And if you don't, well, you're not going to have any power because that's where political power comes from. Truthfully, corruption is rampant. If you don't work with those around you, you're not going to make any effort or any change. Because people, those that are corrupted are going to look at you and they're not going to like what you're looking or you're fighting for. Take Mitt Romney, for example. Now, I don't like Mitt Romney. But I do got to say, I do got to say kudos to the guy. He stood up against his entire party. And Mitt Romney is the only, if I'm not mistaken, the only Republican in history to ever attempt and vote his own president, his party's president, out of office. And now that's, that's incredible. That's, that's historical. Somebody who's Republican has acknowledged how ridiculous of a man his Republican candidate is, the one in office. And with the, the I, I, I like to call it party syndrome, that's, that's, that's a big step towards uh, I, I, what I would presume would be a better way to run this country. Um, independent. Now, there are independent uh, candidates that have cropped up, but none of them really make it to the end because at this point, American politics has become, A, do I know the face? B, are they my party? C, do I like them? Now, here's a big thing. If your president, your leader, your, you know, the person that leads you relied solely on whether or not you liked them, we would live a lavish, comfortable, happy life that would come to a short end. You don't always like your leaders. Now, I will take Adolf Hitler, for example. Was he a bad person? Absolutely. Should he have done the things he did? No. But he was a wonderful politician, a wonderful speaker. He was charismatic. He knew how to lead people. He united all of Germany against a single people because he didn't like them. Now, that's a good leader. He shouldn't, if, had he not been the person he was, he would have been a wonderful politician. He would have been incredible. He could have united all of Germany and made significant, better for the future change. Because he was a good politician. He wasn't a good person, not by any means. And anybody that really does think he was a good person, I, I'd, I'd say fuck you. Um, because he was terrible. Once World War II hit, he went downhill. And now I could go into parts and bits, bits and why he was the way he was. It doesn't excuse his acts, his behavior, his beliefs. But there are reasons, uh, historical reasons for that matter. But my point stands. Adolf Hitler was a good politician, a good leader. You can't deny it and say that he wasn't because he was. He wasn't a good person. But my point is that you don't have to like a leader to understand that they are a good leader. Adolf Hitler was a bad person, but a, a fantastic leader. One of the best military strategists. I, I would go as far as to say one of the best military strategists, uh, you know, aside from modern times, because, you know, comparing modern strategists to World War II strategists is, is a hard time because of the, the, the distance in technology and uh, just war is different now. You don't, it's not the same. You know, wars is a lot more suburban now. Uh, from what I've learned, and I keep out of war because war is not my thing. World War II, I love it. It was, it's really interesting. Um, but that's why I don't like modern war anymore. It's not as interesting as World War II. There isn't the drive. Mm, wars aren't fought because some dictator decided to rise to power and threaten the world and entire people. 
Uh, it's because somebody wants something and somebody else has it, uh, and they won't give it up. At least to my understanding, and and don't come at me for that because you know, like I said, I'm not educated on modern war. But my my point with that is that Hitler was a good leader. He led an entire nation against the rest of the world, and he did it really well. You know, he did fail inevitably, and that was because he was a bad person, and nobody had his back, and because he was against the world, which were uh, good people united. But he did incredible things while leading Germany, and. My point with that, again, is you don't have to like a leader. I don't like Donald Trump, not as a person and not as a leader. I don't like Joe Biden, not as a person, but I think he can lead. And here's my reasoning. Joe Biden is old. That's that's fact. He's he's senile. I, I, wouldn't, I would go he's senile to an extent. He can definitely lead, especially with the people that are going to be under his wing helping him. But here's the thing that makes Joe Biden a better candidate than Donald Trump. Neither is a good person. I would rather have somebody better. Honestly, I'd rather have somebody like Kamala Harris. I mean, that's Biden's co or his vice, but somebody of color, a woman. I would love to see a woman or a person, another person of color. A matter of fact, a colored woman in office would be, oh my God, that'd be wonderful in the steps of, of everything for America. But the reason why Joe Biden would be a good, good president is because he's a yes man. Now, Joe Biden has learned from Trump, and I guarantee this. Now, Trump is the laughingstock of the world. America is being laughed at because we are a mess. We put this buffoon in office, and we are attempting to put him back in office. We put a racist man who can't even manage his own economics in charge of an entire country, a man who has broken the law, a man who has flexed his power, misguided people said just outright stupid things. And we want to put him back in. So yeah, the United States is uh, is definitely the laughing stock of the world. But Joe Biden has learned from that. Now, the reason why I think Joe Biden would be a better candidate is because Joe Biden's a yes man, like I said. And what that means is he will do what the people demand. With Kamala as his vice, he will do good. Do I think Trump is capable of doing good? No. I could bring up dozens of instances that prove that Trump is not only a bad person, but a bad president. Now, I'm very adamant in my belief that you don't need to be a good person to be a good leader. But there's a line where you are no longer a candidate for a good leader. And I think Trump has crossed that line. He's a bad person to the point that he can't lead like a good person because he's so biased to himself. He wants everything about him. One of the biggest ones, and this is one of the this is one of the few iterations that I will talk about of why I think he's a bad leader. Now, Donald Trump contracted COVID nineteen, which is the I don't know the specifics of it, but it's in the COVID family of viruses, and he went to the hospital for it. He didn't get treated long, but he recovered. Although, to be quite honest, he's on his last leg already. Um, and then he went out into a rally of people who weren't even all masked and said, "I'm immune." Now, that mentality right there is why 200,000 people have died and why another 200,000 people are going to die. It's not about you. The, di- the, the pandemic's not about you. Sure, you'll survive, but I'll die if I get it. And that's the point. It's not about contracting it from other people. It's about fucking giving it to other people. It doesn't matter if you'll be fine. 
Samantha down the street has got severe asthma to the point where if she get it, she'd die in three days. And it's that mentality, that fuck up, that has convinced half of America that, okay, I got it, I'm fine. That's not what we need from a president. He's a man in power. People, somebody, somebody people look up to. And he's going to outright go and say, I'm immune because I already got it. Well, now you're going to go out without your mask because you think you can't die from it, but you're still carrying it and give it to other people. And that has crossed the line. Before that happened, I was on the bridge. Okay, maybe he can do some good. If people talk into his ear and tell him to do good things, he will do good because he wants to please people. But that shit, that bullshit is the reason why he's not a good person or a good leader. I mean, for fuck's sake, he's gone bankrupt like six times. And you're going to put that man in office? He can't even manage his own economics, much less the economics of a country. He talks all this big talk about fixing America's economy. He can't even maintain his own fucking economy. That's ridiculous that people think this man is capable of running a country. Did you know it's illegal to advertise stuff on the presidential desk? But do you know what he did? He advertised wafer cookies on the presidential desk. He's hosting public events with minimal safety precautions because he's immune. Because he doesn't give a damn about the American people. Those 200 deaths aren't anything to him. They're just cannon fodder. They're not him, so they don't matter. And that is why Donald Trump is not a good president. He's not a good person. I mean, if you want evidence he's not a good person, go look up the the 20-something sexual assault allegations against him, some of which are from minors. And you want to jump the gun and say Joe Biden's a pedophile? All of those cases have been ruled out as a grandparent touching their grandchild as a grandparent would. It's not about... to To be frank, it's not about whether or not they touched little girls or little boys. It's about whether or not they can get their head out of their fucking ass and lead a country. And Donald Trump has got his so far up his ass, I don't think he can. Now, I've been living in this country for, for 17 years. I lived through, I've lived through, I guess, four presidents. It's not much. It's not much. A lot of people can say they lived through 20. Okay, that's, that's a stretch. A lot of people can say they lived through like 10, you know, eight. And that's a lot. That means you've been through a lot. But here's the thing. Presidents change. Countries change. The world changes. Theodore Roosevelt would be considered an extremist with today's politics. He wouldn't be good in office now because he was back then. But what people don't understand is that you have to change for the times. And Donald Trump is trying to do things that you just can't do. You can't. America was built on refugees. It was built on immigration. If it weren't for the colonists splitting off from Europe, from fucking England, coming here and kicking, kicking natives out of this land, we wouldn't be here. This country wouldn't be a thing. If it weren't for the immigrants that were brought in to build this country from the ground up, there would be no United States of America. And the fact that he wants to kick immigrants out, the fact that he wants to stop immigration is ridiculous. He wants to build a wall in Mexico. Now, one, Mr. Donald Trump, have you ever heard of a ladder? How about going around it? A wall only works if it completely encircles the thing you're protecting. But that doesn't matter because he's not going to get to do it. 
he's already made severe compromises in, in the matter of that he's only putting up steel-gated fences that you can cut with a household saw on certain vital parts of the border. Now, the wall is a whole different thing, and that doesn't matter. That was his ambition. Okay, cool. He doesn't like Mexicans. Oh, fucking well. Like I said, I don't believe that a good leader has to be a good person. As long as they can put their personalities aside and lead, they're great. You don't have to like a person to understand they're good at their job. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And like I said, Donald Trump is not a good leader. He has crossed that line where my belief cuts off. I don't give a damn that he was he's pot- potentially sexually assaulted 26 people or whatever the number is. I don't care that he hates Mexicans. I don't care that he's trying to build a wall. But I do care that he's going to throw 200,000 lives away and then boast like he's the greatest president in America. He's done more for the black community than maybe Abraham Lincoln. You can't do more for black people than free slaves. That's the end of it. You could never compete with that. You can't. Because if he hadn't done that, we wouldn't be in a position where you could do stuff for the black community. It doesn't matter how much money you've donated, how many plans you've built up, how many black celebrities you've worked with, you'll never compete with slavery. And that's the end of it. And to be quite frank, he hasn't done much for anybody. Sure, he's done some good things, but quite frankly, his employment rates, the increase, low. It's like 3%, if I'm not mistaken. Now, my information could be wrong. Uh, I've read this a while ago. But if I'm not mistaken, the, employ- the, un- like the increase of in- jobs brought in that people have taken up is about 3%. And that's great. You know, something is better than nothing. Absolutely. But... And that's not my problem. You know, he has done, I, I will be the first to admit, he has done some, some good things for the country. He could do better. He could do mountains better. But he doesn't. And that's the problem. He's using the office, the Oval Office, as, I don't know, a fucking joyride. And it's genuinely ridiculous. And like I said, Joe Biden would be a good president. Do I want either of them in office? No. As an American citizen, I don't want either of those fuckheads in office. Because neither would do as good a job as other people could do. Who do I think should be president? I don't know. The first person that comes to my mind is an obscure person named Vermin Supreme. And now Vermin Supreme started, he's an actual politician, and he did his thing because it was a joke. You know, he actually won a majority vote in a few states. Um, I think preliminaries is what they're called. I could be wrong on that. Vermin Supreme came from the working class, and he's not a big bucks politician, and the reason why I think he would be good, even if he doesn't aspire to be president, it was all just a uh, gimmick, Um, the reason why I think he would be a good one is because he's concerned with America. He actually gives a damn. He doesn't have the money to blow off and say, hey, you guys don't matter to me because I'm already living like 10 stories above you when I'm chillaxing, 20 when I'm serious. You know, he's somebody that's pretty much level with a lot of America. You know, he's he's a bit up there, but that's and I think that's very important for a president. I do. I think it's important to know where you came from, to be able to look at your people and say, hey, I know where you came from. I was there may not be there now, but I was there. And so I know the struggles. I know the issues. I know what makes it hard. 
Because I can't even fathom what it's like to live rich. I grew up pretty poor. I, I didn't have a dad for many years. I've got a stepdad now. He came around when I was seven. My dad left when I was three. So about only about four years without a dad. But even then, we were never really close. Now, it wasn't until he came that we had any sort of money. We lived in Florida, so our bills were actually kind of high because of where we lived. You know, when it, my mom worked like two, three jobs so that I could eat, so that she could buy me presents for my birthday, so that I could get things that I wanted, so that she could pay bills, have a car. She's had the same car since I was like six. That's an SUV. Now, I cannot fathom what it's like to live rich. And so I know damn well a wealthy politician can't fathom what it's like to work for your own money. I know damn well a wealthy politician cannot fathom what it's like to scrape by or be poor. And quite frankly, a lot of America is scraping by. A lot of America is working for their money. And that's what fuck, that's what irritates me. Politicians will sit up there and say, I know what you want. And then they don't give it to us. Because they don't know what we want and they won't shut their mouths and open their ears to listen. And that's the problem with politics. Politics suck. The president sucks. The candidates suck. But here's the thing. Nothing will ever be perfect and you have to compromise and you have to come to understanding that nothing will ever be perfect. Because perfection is subjective. Donald Trump's perception of a perfect America is different than mine because I guarantee in his perfect America, everybody would be rich, but he'd be at the top and Mexicans wouldn't exist. In mine, everybody can come and go as they want. You can get a job. You don't have to go through rigorous tests. You don't have to take a test that 95% of America would fail because it's got a bunch of obscure stuff that nobody needs to know. In my vision of America, everybody's equal. A politician can earn just as much money as a factory worker if they put in the work, or the other way around. In my vision of America, corruption isn't rampant. Police aren't killing black people because they want to. Arrests are made justly. Courts are, courts are heard, heard justly. Cases are closed justly. White men are no better than black men. White women are no better than black women. Mexican women are no better than black women or white women. Everybody's equal. But that's not going to happen. Again, because perception or perf perfection is subjective. And that's why nothing will ever be perfect. And that's... Politics get me riled up at this state in the world. Because honestly, I don't think it can, it can get any worse. Like, the only worst I can really think is we kick anybody that's not white out of America and say, don't come back. Go back to where you came from. And that's another thing that really gets me. Now, I'll talk about racism at a later date. But if I talk about racism, I'll probably have to do it over three days, four days, because racism really gets me going. I hate fucking racism. There's no reason to be racist. If you cut a black man's arm open, arm open and you cut a white man's arm open, the inside flesh is the same color. The blood is the same color. Their organ composition is the same. The skeletal structure is the same. There's no difference. The only difference is in the pigmentation of the skin. And that's something you can't control. You can control whether or not you take care of your body. And so you can control whether or not you die to a degree. 
but you can't control what color your skin is. White men and black men can take care of themselves, but they can't change the color of their skin. Not permanently. You can bleach yourself, yeah, you can do like Michael Jackson did, but that's not the same. Nobody's going to treat you like they did Michael Jackson because racism is rampant. It was rampant back then, but it's even worse now. And I, I, I feel confident saying that. Sure, the N-word was used a lot more, and it was a lot more clear. But in this day and age, racism isn't clear. You know, when it was clear, you would know where to go and where not to go. Who to hang with and who not to hang with. But nowadays, you can die. And you could die back then. But to go about your regular day, be told you have rights, you are a citizen. And risk dying because your skin is a different color than everybody else. That's ridiculous. And that shit pisses me off. And that's why I'll dedicate a whole segment to it. It'll probably be a long, a really long piece. Because there's no reason for it. And I'm getting off track. Politics. Politics and race are the two things that get me going. Because there's no reason... There's no reason for racism. And politics are required in the world. But the, one of the things that really gets me going about politics is people want to preach, you know, I see a lot of Trump supporters. And I, you know, here's the thing. I'll put it out there. If you like Trump, awesome. You know, I said, fuck you if you think he's a good person. But, and while I, I do mean that to an extent, because it's very clear he's not a good person, I can respect your political alignment. One of my best friends is a Trump supporter. I'm not a Biden supporter. I want Biden to win because he'll... He'll actually make good change because he'll listen to people because he doesn't want to become the laughing stock of the world like Trump is. But I respect him, even though I vehemently despise Donald Trump because he's my friend, because he's another human being. Because while what he believes in is not aligned with my ideals or my morals, he's still my friend. And I'm not going to cut him off. I've been friends with him since like sixth grade. He was my first friend in a new school, in a new city, in, a, in an entirely new state. I had no friends. I was a cringy, stupid, annoying little kid. And he was the first person I met. And if I, had the, if I had the gall to cut him off and tell him we're not friends anymore because he supports somebody I don't support, then I think I should fuck off. Because it doesn't matter who he supports. It doesn't matter who you support. As long as you are not hurting other people, support what you want. And I don't want anybody to get the wrong message. You know, I'm bitching about Trump and how bad of a president he is, how ridiculous the things he does is, on how nobody understands politics, at least not the people I speak to. But again, you know what? If you believe in something, believe in it. Don't let other people sway you. Now, if they present facts and there are reasons, for example, if somebody can really convince you that Trump is not a good president, don't just brush them off. Consider what they have to say. The same goes for like Biden or whoever's next president. Next debate, the next running. Consider both sides, and that's the biggest thing. You know, people want to preach about preach about Trump and even Biden and, and talk shit about both, but they don't know anything about the actual people. The politicians, sorry. They know they know about the people. Whenever I you know I look at the, 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 the ads on YouTube and all I see are people, Trump's a racist, Biden's a pedophile, ah ah Well that doesn't mean anything. Because if the two can put their emotions and personalities aside and lead a country, whether or not Joe Biden touches little girls and whether or not Donald Trump hates Mexicans doesn't matter. If they can put that aside, they can do good. But they can't. But OK, let me rephrase. 
but Donald Trump can't. Now, again, Biden's accusations have already been cleared. They didn't happen. Those were just grandchildren. Photos were photoshopped. It was a bunch of, it was a big scandal, okay? And that's what I have read. That is what I have heard, what my research has pulled up, because I was genuinely concerned about that. Like I said, I wouldn't want somebody, I won't knock a president because they're a bad person. I won't knock a politician because they're a bad person. Again, if they put their, their emotions and their personalities and their, their everything aside to lead, perfect. Whether or not they like to touch minors doesn't concern me as long as they can lead a country. Do I want them to touch minors? No. Do I think that's morally okay and sound? And should they, should they do it? No. No, not at all. But look, we have to take what we can get. And that's what my point is here. You know, I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. I don't think either would be an ideal president. But the thing people don't understand is that you don't get to pick your president. Not to the degree you should be able to. The biggest problem is people look at their party. And this really drives me mad. And that's why I respect Mitt Romney now. People don't vote for the president that's better because it's clear Joe Biden would be a better president than Donald Trump would be. If he has done the things he has done while under restrictions, without a, with a chance at a second term, imagine what he would do if he was cut loose. Imagine what he would say, who he would hurt if he had no chance at a third term because that's not a thing that happens. Imagine if he had all the freedom he wanted to fuck America up. Because he wants to. Imagine what he'd do. I don't think it'll go well. I don't. I do think he would fuck shit up. Worse than he already has. It's very clear Biden would be a better president. If not for the fact he's a yes man. Than for the fact that he's more coherent and cognitively sound than Donald Trump is. You don't pick a president based on their party. If you went and you told Abraham Lincoln, I pick my president because he's with the party that I'm with. Well, was he a good president? No, but he was with my party. He'd probably smack the shit out of you. You know why? Because that's a ridiculous way to dictate whether or not a president should be in the office or a candidate should be in the office. You look at the person, their political history, who they are, where they come from. Are they white? Are they black? Are they Hispanic? Are they Asian? Because when it comes to a president, that's very important. Just because a, a president is colored or white doesn't mean they're good or bad. But it can lead to some things. Personally, I'd rather have somebody, I'd rather have a colored president in office right now, given the racial tension in America. Because that means they're not just going to stand by if a black president is not just going to stand by while black people are incarcerated for bullshit and white people are let off. A black president's not going to stand by while police abuse the system because nobody's going to stop them. There's Something's going to happen. But on the other hand, a white president shouldn't be considered bad because they're white. Like, my point is that you shouldn't pick a president because they're your party. And that, I think that system needs to be done away with. It is really ridiculous how many times I've been called a leftist. I'm not leftist or rightist or centrist. I don't even know what the fuck I am, but I know I'm not leftist or rightist. And if I am, I don't identify as it. I won't be like, I'm a leftist! Because I don't know what the fuck that means. All I know is leftist extremists are snowflakes and rightist extremists are conservative pieces of shit that want gay people to be abolished. 
That is the only thing I know about the left and right. And that could be totally wrong because it's confusing. Because identifying a person by their political party is ridiculous. When you look at a president, a candidate, you should look at the person, not the fucking label on their shirt. Not the fucking label on their party. Who are they? Are they capable of running in America? Are they capable of running a country in a feasible manner? No. So why the fuck are you voting for them? Oh, because they're part of your party. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. You should look at a president for who they are, what they are, what they can do, where they came from, what they have done. Not for whether or not they're part of your party. That's ridiculous. I've met so many Republicans and Democrats who were like, well, I would have voted for, you know, I met plenty of Republicans that were like, I would have voted for Joe Biden, but Trump is in my party and I don't want to be a Democrat. Well, okay, now the reason why America's going down the gutter is your fucking fault because you couldn't grow some balls because you couldn't put your petty little... It just irritates me because there's no reason to vote for somebody that you know is a bad president because they're in your party. That completely defeats the purpose of admitting they're a bad president. You're going to say, hey, Trump is a bad president, but I'm going to vote for him because he's part of my party. Or I'm just not going to vote at all because I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. Why? Because he's Democratic. Well, then you are throwing your vote away. You are the reason why Donald Trump is in office. Like I said, I can, res- I can respect your opinions. I can respect who you align with, who you support. However, there's a line. There's always a line. There will always be a line. And for me, there's a line between supporting somebody for a reason and being ignorant. And a lot of the Trump supporters I've met, I don't like. Because it's not that they're supporting and they're supporting because they believe in what they believe in. It's they're supporting the person because they're ignorant. Because they refuse to understand that Donald Trump is not a good president. He is not a good person. They preach his name like he's some kind of god. And he's not. He's a mortal man. If you shot him in the head, he would die. Just like Joe Biden. Just like Barack Obama. Just like Abraham Lincoln did. Right? No president is a god. No matter how you perceive them. They're not a god. They can die. They can make mistakes. Rather than shame a person for their mistakes. Hold them accountable. Better yet... Educate them. That's a big one. Donald Trump has made a lot of mistakes. Remember when he said to inject disinfectant into your bloodstream to kill COVID-19? And then when asked about it by a reporter, he insulted them and said that was a sarcastic comment to another reporter. No, Donald Trump. You genuinely thought you could inject disinfectant into your bloodstream. And he tried to play it off like it was a sarcastic comment. That does, that's, not how, that's not how you use sarcasm at all. Not in the slightest. I would rather have a president who can make a mistake and go up on stage and say, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. This was wrong. Than a president who will play it off like they were joking. Because what that means is when he makes a mistake that costs people's lives, it's not going to matter to him. If he can't even admit that he made a mistake for publicity's sake, he's so concerned with looking cool, I wouldn't trust him with the power to dictate who lives and who dies. I wouldn't trust him with the power to dictate what we as a country do. Again, I come back to COVID. 
He's handled that terribly. I think Joe Biden would have handled it better. I think anybody with any lick of sense would have handled it better. He's only stepping up to the plate because hundreds of thousands of people are dying. 200,000. 200,000. You know, the really sad part about this is Michelle Obama made a message. She recorded it, and he bashed her for that, but not because she put her political opinion in, but because she got the statistics on how many people died wrong. I believe she said between 140 and 150,000, somewhere in that range. And Donald Trump was not mad that she had slandered him, that she had said, you need to vote for a good president. No, he was mad that she had gotten the statistics wrong. 150,000 people had not died. It had risen to 200,000. Now, if that doesn't say something, I don't know what will. He wasn't concerned about the fact that another forty to 50,000 people died. It didn't bother him. It didn't phase him. He was bothered that somebody got the facts wrong. And the sad truth is, he can't even get his own facts right. Bravo to the, the moderator in the first political debate, or presidential debate. I cannot remember his name. But he has interviewed Trump on multiple occasions. And he is the only journalist, or the only, the only person part of that organization. I, I can't remember what it's called, because like I said, I, I try to stay out of politics. But today, I got to thinking, and I really want to talk about this. He's interviewed Trump on multiple occasions, and he's presented him with facts, and he's shut Trump down. And I appreciate that. I don't... No, I'm not like a lot of Trump haters. I wouldn't even call myself a Trump hater. Do I despise him? Yes. Would I wish death on him? No, because he's a human being. Despite all the wrong he has done, all the people he has in, indirectly harmed, he's still a human being and deserves to be treated like that. He doesn't deserve death because he's a bad person. Death will come to him eventually. It comes for us all. I would not wish it on him early because he sucks. Do I think he should get out of office? Yes. Do I think he should die? No. Just because... Just because I don't like him doesn't mean I dislike those who do and him himself. I, like I said, I do dislike him. That's a very redundant sentence. Let me rephrase. Just because I dislike Trump does not mean I wish ill on him or those who support him. Because like I've said multiple times, I can respect your political opinion as long as you are not bringing harm to anybody. You know, as long as you are not hurting other people. I don't care. Now, there are exceptions. You know, I, I don't, I'm not friends with people that are neo-Nazis because the entire concept of Nazism is inherently violent and genocidal. That's hate speech in and of itself. doesn't matter if you've got a freedom to speech. If you are preaching the Nazi ways, you believe an entire people should be eradicated. But when it comes to things like politics, Donald Trump, he has never once said he wants to execute Mexicans. Or Hispanic people, for that matter. Not even just Mexicans. Hispanics. Muslims. People of... Not of... People of color to a degree. Now, I will say that the ICE camps are fucking terrible. People are dying in there. It's not well regulated. And it won't be until he's out of office. 
And even then, I can't even say it will be. My point is, you know, I've, I've put in my bit who I think should be president. I don't like those people. But there's a reason why I think they should be put in. My advice to you, now I'm no expert on politics, but I think I've got a pretty strong understanding of what should be done. My advice to you, vote who you want in this election. I strongly advise you vote Joe Biden because another term with Trump is another four years of hell. This country has gone down the drain. I was never proud to say I'm American. Never. I never will be. In fact, that's part of the reason why when online I tell people I'm from a different place. Because I don't like what comes with saying I'm American. It makes me feel gross to know that I am a citizen, a member of this country, this terrible, no good, down-the-drain country. This was supposed to be a land for the free, a land of the free, where freedom, equality, and liberty were for everybody, regardless of race, of gender, of origin, of nationality, regardless of where you come from or where you're going, regardless of what language you speak. But it's not. It's a haven for white people and a hellhole for anybody of color. It's not even a haven for women. I know plenty of women that get gaslighted and then tossed aside all the time because this society doesn't cater to anybody if you're not white and male. It's very sad that this country prides itself in being so great, and yet it's so fucking shit. It is. Sure, there are great places in America. Would I want to live in a place like Africa, or Bolivia, or, you know, the Middle East, or even Asia for that matter? No. Because I am fortunate enough to be a white male in this country. I don't have to face very many hardships. I do have a hardship coming up, one that will be tough to work through, but with the advancements made in society, with people, I think I'll be well off. I don't think I'll face much. And for context, I'm not comfortable with my gender. So yeah, I'll have to face a little bit of hardships. This is another thing that really bothers me about race. I don't support racism, but I don't speak on behalf of black people because I've never or even anybody that's not white, because I've never gone through that. I'll never know what it's like to fear for my life walking down the street. I'll never know what it's like to fear whether or not that cop behind me is going to put me in jail. I'll never know what it's like because I'm a white male. The toughest thing I'll ever have to deal with is, is trying to transition, trying to pay for that. All the people I know in my life, fortunately, are comfortable with referring to me how I, refer, I like to be identified or how I like to identify. They're all very supportive of me, and I'm grateful for that. And that even, that is the hardest thing I'll ever face in life. So I can't speak on behalf of people that are facing these terrible, no good hardships. I can't, and I won't, because like I said, it's not my place. But I will say it's not a fair place for people that aren't white and male. America is not the land of the free. It is not the land of the brave. It is not the free country it is so advertised to be. 
Is it better than a lot of countries in terms of, of livability? Yeah. Again, if you're white, sure, you can get by if you're Hispanic or black or Asian or Middle Eastern. But it's still going to be a rough time. And it really saddens me that this is what the country has devolved to. It really saddens me that this is what it has come to. People fought for so long to make this a wonderful place. And we've never even reached that goal. I don't think we will. But the rate at which the country is going, the rate at which the people are growing dumber and dumber and less educated, I don't think it'll happen. I mean, hell, half the people that scream their political alignments don't know jack shit about politics. They just know that they, they like the things their candidate, their party, says. And that's the extent of it. And again, I think that system is stupid. And if you vote for your president based on their party, I think you're stupid as well. And you're part of the problem. You're part of the reason why America is going down the drain. Because again, you look at the candidate, the person, what they've done, what they can do, who they are, who they support, what they support, where they came from, where they're going. Not their party. You don't. The party system should be done away with. Every president should be independent. We shouldn't look at somebody and judge them based on how they align with politics, American politics. We shouldn't judge somebody because they support the Democratic Party, because most of the candidates that have been in the Democratic Party, in their, their opinion, have been better than the Republicans. We shouldn't judge a person who's Republican just because their candidates are bad, objectively. Because some of us think their, obje their candidates are bad. We shouldn't, because there's no reason to. Is a Republican J. Donald, Donald J. Trump? No. Do they support him? Yeah. But are they him? No. You shouldn't hold them accountable for his actions. You should to a degree because they are the ones that are voting him into office. They're the ones that are enabling him to do the things he does and say the things he does. They're the ones empowering him, giving his voice meaning and value and strength. But you shouldn't treat them as if they are Donald Trump. And the same goes for Democrats. I'm very, very solid in my belief that the, the party system in, in American politics is shit. It's rubbish. It's garbage. It shouldn't exist because it only tears people apart. What we should do is we should look at an independent president, say, hey, you've got some good morals, some good ideals, some good plans, and your political history backs you up. You've done great things for all kinds of communities. You've been governor in, in all kinds of places. You've been mayor before. You ran for Senate, but you didn't quite make it. But I think that the way you run things, the way you, you are, I think you could be a good president. Not, hey, you're a Republican. I'm a Republican. Let's get him in office. Because that doesn't solve anything. I could run for Democrat or for Republican. And because a lot of America is really Republican right now. I could run as a Republican candidate in this upcoming, if I were old enough. And had the, the experience to back me up. Get into office. Promise all these things. Because I relied on the, on the Republican Party's vote. And then come out to be a terrible, racist, sexist, no good piece of shit. I could start trying to put people in concentration camps. No, I wouldn't succeed. 
But the point is that just because somebody is in their party doesn't mean they're a good person. And you have to understand that. Again, I got off track again. My advice is when you, when you go to the polls this election, next election, any election, think about the candidates. Do I want to vote for my party to remain loyal to my political party? Or do I want to vote for the future of America? Do I want to vote for who will be better? Now, this isn't like a lot of people who bring this up and say, now vote Joe Biden. I do think you should vote Joe Biden, but not because, you know, I support him. I don't like him. But I do think he will be better at president, being president with Kamala as his vice. She's a woman of color. He is an old white man, but she is a woman of color. Because he's a yes man. And come the next candidates... The Republican, I, I could agree with the Republican candidate. I could agree with the Democratic candidate. There could be a, a, an independent that emerges and emerges victorious. And that's another thing. It's always going to be a Democrat and Republican. I, I, I sincerely doubt there will be very many independents that rise to the uh, occasion of, of being one of the two candidates for president. I really don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Because people are too concerned with voting for their party. They see, oh, he's independent. Yeah, let's not. Oh, they're they're sorry, they're independent because it might be a man, it might be a woman, it might be non. They might be non-binary. Oh, it's a man. Or sorry. Oh, it's an independent. Now nah, let's not vote for him. But he'd be a good. But they'd be a good president. No, they're not Republican. Yeah, they're not Democratic. Okay, and well, we gotta vote for our parties. Even though your parties are shit. And your candidates at the moment are pretty bad. Yeah. Gotta vote for our parties. I think that's the only thing a Democrat and a Republican can agree on. They support their parties. Not the people running. Their parties. It's very sad. It is. So again, I'll, I'll, I'll finish this up. This is going on almost an hour. My advice is when you go to the polls, really think. Stop and think. While you're waiting in line... Stop and think. Not just this election, but any election. Is the person I'm going to vote for the better president or my party? And if they're part of your party and you think they're the better president from an objective, non-biased, non-party-based point of view, and you really think they can do good, you vote for them. Don't let, don't let somebody else that's saying, don't just vote for your party because that's not what I'm saying. Don't just vote for your party when the option for a better president is clear because that just brings a harm to the country people wonder why this country is in shambles and then they go out and they vote for their party and not for who the better president is the better president might be your party and if they are vote for them but that's not what i'm saying people are just voting for their party not for the better president now i don't have an opinion on last election i would have rather had neither trump nor hillary and you know what I want this coming election? To anybody who hears this. There were a lot of candidates this, this run. And there were some great people that could have done some great things. My mayor ran for president. Pete Buttigieg ran for president. Now, there's a lot of mixed things about him. My family was rooting for him. Because they think he's a good guy and they think he's a good president. But he didn't make it far because he was just a mayor. Because nobody knew who Pete Buttigieg was. Nobody knew him. But everybody knew Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and that's why they made it to the, to the finals. 
So my advice for next election and every election on them, look at every candidate. You know, before the final the finals come up, where you have to ask yourself, well, is this guy really a good president? Or this woman really a good president? Or this person really a good president? Look at the other candidates before it comes to that point and ask yourself, would they make a better president? And if they would, build, build a brand on it. Now, build actually, don't actually build a brand, but you know what I mean. You know, Let people know that you think they'd be a good president. Endorse them. Share why you think they'd be a good president. And get people to vote for them. Because that's the only thing that's going to save this country. If you just you vote for who you think will be good, nothing's going to happen. Your vote's going to get drowned out, like what happened with Bernie Sanders. I would have rather had Bernie over Biden and, and Trump. And you can say Bernie's a communist. And I will say right now, communism isn't bad. It's not. Sure, it's been linked to dictators, but that's just circumstantial. Communism in itself is a good idea. And if done right, could really excel. It would be hard to do it right. And the fact that it has resulted in dictators has proven it would be hard. But just because a person, you know, even socialism isn't all that bad. It just has to be done right. Just because somebody, you know, it's literally just a belief. Capitalism is terrible. It's great for the rich, but it's shit for the workers. It's shit for the poor. Just because somebody may be socialist or maybe communist or maybe capitalistic or, an, uh, you know, an, an anarcho, or not an anarcho, an anarchist, just because they may align with those ideas doesn't mean they're bad. And again, look at the person. Really, really eyeball those new people cropping up or those smaller people cropping up. Really eyeball the ones you haven't seen before. And do your research. Look into them. Are they a good candidate? Would I want them in that office? Would I, would I walk down the street and say, yeah, that's my president? Or would I say, yeah, that's my president? Because the moment you realize you can be proud of your president is when you know you have the right person in office. And you could say that that's how people feel for Trump. I know a lot of people that are proud to be an American under Donald Trump's, under Donald Trump. And I can't knock it. You know what, if you truly believe in what he believes in, kudos to you. But open your mind, because that's another big thing. People are really close-minded when it comes to politics. I've talked to a lot of Democrats and a lot of Republicans I've presented facts to and said, hey, this Republican candidate is actually better than this Democratic candidate and vice versa. And uh, I don't know. I'll wrap this up. Sorry, I, was, I lost my train of thought because it said the maximum recording time is 60 minutes and it's 55 minutes in. Again, please, 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 please look at those smaller candidates. That's all I ask. Um, oh, I don't know. I had to take a, I had to take a quick break after that. Um, I'll finish this up in the last minute or two. You know, I, I've said it a million times. Please look at the candidates. Actually look at the people that you don't know. Pay attention to them because they could be the golden ticket to this country succeeding. Don't just vote for your party. 
vote for who you think is best. And if that's your party, kudos, go for it. But don't just vote because they are your party, because that is the reason why this country has gone downhill. That is the reason why things aren't going to go as well as they could. That is the reason why America is going to take a long time to recuperate from the laughing stock that was this year's president. This last, the president of these last four years. I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends outside of America and all of them consistently say that they look at America and they laugh. I think it's funny that uh, people find our country funny. But it's also really sad. So once again, because I can't stress this enough, really look into the two candidates, candidates before the polls open. Before you cast your vote. Consider the facts. Don't just pick from one source. Jump between sources. Find out which ones are biased. Do research into your sources. Are they reliable? Can, can you rely on that source for truthful news, truthful information? And try and get whoever you think would be better. If you think Trump will be better, awesome, vote for him. If you think Biden will be better, vote for him. I would say vote for Biden, but you know what? Again, it's your choice. And as for further you know, elections in the future, do the same thing, but don't wait till the last minute. That's another thing. Just please vote. Vote when you can. Vote often. Look into your candidates. Find the people that you think would be good presidents. And, and again, again, share it. Let people know, hey, this woman is great. She's got the good, she's got good morals, good ideals. All the shaboom, the whole shaboom shabang. Don't be scared to vote for someone just because you've never seen their face. It's another thing. People are scared to vote for people they don't know. Well, I can see why that would be concerning. If you do your research into their history, and you find they are good candidates and they are reliable people and good politicians, then vote for them. If you listened all the way through this and heard me yell and shout and borderline scream and get angry, um, I'm sorry. I, I uh, get very, very riled up by, by uh, politics because it's, it's a shit show. That's all I can describe it as. And I do hope that you don't look at me any differently because of my views in politics and in America in general. And I do hope that uh, you really consider these things. And I do hope you have a good day. I actually had a wonderful day. I got this mango dragon fruit uh, drink from Starbucks. I don't usually drink at Starbucks because I don't like coffee, but I discovered they had tea today. My, my dad and I stopped at uh, Starbucks because we were out and about. And I got this drink, and it, it was really good. It was re really good. I actually have some left. Um... So I hope you have a good day. I hope your lunch is great. Your dinner is great. I hope you sleep and you shower. Brush your teeth, okay? Take your makeup off. Put your glasses on your side table. Do all that stuff you got to do. And stay safe. Wear your masks. You know, wash your hands, social distance, all that junk. I may make a bid on, on COVID-19 as well because that's very important and I have some very... Um, I have some very, uh, very strong views on that, but that's another thing, and I don't want to get into that now, plus I've only got like 30 seconds. Again, have a nice day. I'll see you on the next podcast episode. This The next one will be a lot more lighthearted than this. This is really serious.